This podcast has been authorised by the Australian Tax Office Canberra. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Tax Deductible Gamer. I am your host as always, Dan Dennis, uh, bringing you all the things you need to know to not only get the most out of your video games, but get the most out of your tax return. Uh, joining me this week, all the way from beautiful Sydney, it's a good friend and a hilarious comedian, Sam Bowden. Hello, Sam. Hello, Daniel, and hello to all the Tax Deductible Gamers listening in on this. I like how you've gotten me on a podcast uh, where I am both not an avid gamer and I also haven't done my taxes in two years. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know what advice that? I have to impart. <laughs> we can't let the people know that you're not an avid gamer. Um, <laughs> no, you know what? Actually, when you, when you, when you asked me to do this, I, I started thinking about all the games I genuinely have played and to, even though I, I wouldn't identify myself as a gamer, I've realized, oh, there's actually a lot more than I thought. Yeah. Well, I, that's, um, I mean, a lot of people have said that. I think I haven't been so strict on only having guests on who are also gamers because that just narrows it down too much. So I'm like, yeah. So yeah, like last week's episode, uh, she doesn't play that many games, uh, but she was available. So uh yeah <laughs> yeah but that's that's the criteria for any good guest on any yeah. good podcast yeah are you available yeah what's the topic video games i don't really play them good enough um yeah but you you understand you the ever... concept of a video yeah. game have you ever <laughs> you need to be less of a gamer and more of a riffer really that's uh that's what we say here at uh td uh, tdg studios um i think that's right is that the correct I acronym think, i think yeah. that's fair I think that's fair because you could get some hardcore gamers and all the hardcore ones that I know have, um, have must've been vaccinated 50 times with the amount of <laughs> autism they have. They make for, they make for terrible riffers. You're like ghosts of Tsushima, more like ghosts of sushi, man. Am I right? And then they're just like, no, in fact, there is no sushi in the game. And you're yeah. like, Oh, fuck this. Yeah. Yeah. The ghosts of Tsushima, the uh, time period actually predates sushi. They hadn't invented uh, bamboo rollers yet. <laughs> Just no, honor. correct. Because to the best to the best of my knowledge, sushi as we know it is twentieth uh, century, almost a Western invention. Well, yeah, because that had to come from. That had to be a train first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sushi was invented. <laughs> yeah, sushi was part of the steam steam revolution. <laughs> Japanese culture hates Chinese culture so much. They saw all the railroads they built in the States and they were like, oh, we're going to appropriate the fuck out of this. <laughs> These are also ours now. We lost all of those territories in 1945 when we capitulated. So we're taking these trains back, baby. <laughs> That's cute. You're getting, God. you're helping America. You're helping America. Well, we're just getting food around and it's going to go real fast. Yeah. And yeah. that's my problem with a lot of sushi trains is that a lot of the trains don't go fast enough for me where I'm like, no, 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 this let's do some adventure eating. I want to be able to have to catch that egg roll. Yeah. I want a bullet train experience. Not like, uh, what's the, no, yeah. 
I would like my sushi to arrive on a bullet train instead of being part of a documentary with Michael Palin. <laughs> yeah, but like Australian sushi trains all run on Australian public transport time. Oh, great. So they're yeah. just slow and unreliable and it's just And um, they can't the there's re- the main reason why there there isn't like a national franchise is because they're all run on different gauges. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. Yeah, exactly. no, yeah, all... The Great Defining Range is what's preventing us from having the same sushi train company in both Canberra and Brisbane. That's what I've been saying. I reckon blow it up. Yeah. <laughs> blow up the Great Dividing Range and just make one big long sushi train stretching from Perth down to Adelaide and then up the East Coast. Oh, that'd be beautiful. Yeah, and then when it stops in, every sushi uh, train spot, every sushi station, we'll just call them sushi stations, yeah, yeah. they just top it up and send it off. I think there'd be a risk of a lot of food poisoning, but that's a risk I'm willing to take. I was thinking of that, but I was like, oh, no, if, if it just gets updated at every station, you're fine. There's like, what, five, ten minutes between stations? Oh, it gets, it gets troublesome when you get into rural Australia. Not because yeah, of but racism, all... but because of the distance. <laughs> I mean, the racism doesn't help, no. <laughs> let's be honest. What's this? I remember back in my day, you used to get a Mrs. Mac sausage roll and pie. Yeah, and it was delivered to you on a ute. Yeah. Not one of these fancy Japanese trains I keep hearing about. Uh, but also, like, what do you think about it? I think the way that we've, the way sushi has been appropriated in this country to make it appealing and less of this daunting thing is you just take a coffee club sandwich and then you wrap it in seaweed. It's like the most popular sushi is just chicken and avocado. Yeah, it's beautiful. Oh, yeah, it's the best. It's so good. Oh, what's that? It's my, you it's want to deep fry shit. the chicken as well? Not even just like oh. grill it. Not even just grilled teriyaki. Yeah, you want to cover it in panko crumbs and put it in the deep fryer. You beauty. Oh, dude, when panko crumbs started taking off in this country, I swear in about 2008 going forward, every mum in Australia just started making everything with panko breadcrumbs. That was a big thing in my house. Uh, it was the I moment wish. mum discovered panko breadcrumbs. Oh. Yeah. We mom... were battering bananas and the whole lot, everything. Oh, Sorry, yeah, go on. No, mum only recently discovered them, I reckon, in the last couple of years. She's like, oh, the panko, they're meant to be better. I'm like, yeah, they're good. They're really crispy and crunchy. I don't know. Why is it yeah, panko? Is it panko? Up. Is it panko bread? You know what? I don't actually know. Okay, well, that's our homework for this week. And by this week, I mean... I'm just going to search panko bread. I should ask my uh, I should ask my old Japanese exchange student, Tomowaki. Yeah, you I should. should shoot him, I should shoot him a message. It's uh, It's been ages since I've spoken to him. God bless him. I hope he's doing well. Oh, they're just baked breadcrumbs. Wait, that's it? You get the breadcrumbs and you bake them and then you go from there? Yeah, panko is a Japanese style of breadcrumbs traditionally used as a coating for deep fried foods such as tonkatsu and chicken katsu. They're made by lightly baking coarse breadcrumbs to give them more crunch. Oh, genius. Uh, genius. Just, made from, just made from crustless white bread that's processed into flakes and then dried. See, it's those, it's those little touches yeah. is what makes every cuisine in the world better than the cuisine of our people, better than British cuisine. Because the Japanese look at breadcrumbs and they go, hold on a second, 
what if we bake these first, dry them out and then do it? And then you eat it and it's just, it blows your mind. And British fruit is just like, I thought we, what if we just boiled this beef for five hours and that's <laughs> it. Just mush up some turnips, throw it on top. Let's just roast stuff because it's cold. Let's just. It's only ever cold. Dude, I got to be honest with you. I like a, a British Sunday roast is one of the most overrated cultural staples in the entire fucking world. Yeah, I I really like a roast, but I prefer a roast dinner. I like it to be an occasional yeah. thing. People are like, oh, yeah. let's have a Sunday roast. Like, no, that's too much. Not only is that a lot of cleaning to do, it's also not suitable in most parts of Australia for most of the year. Yeah. I, I reckon you can get away with it in Tasmania and that's about it. Yeah, Tasmania it's different. But also if you don't make roasts a regular thing, your Christmas suddenly goes up 100,000% because you never have a honey roasted ham or some shit. Yeah. And so Christmas comes around and suddenly that becomes better than the presents. <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember the age when Christmas lunch became more important than Christmas morning. Just yeah. like, just like, okay, yeah, I've opened the presents now. When are we? Uh, what time are we heading around? And who who's making what this year? Who who's on the ham? Who's on the potatoes? Oh, yeah. I think that favorite- shift that happens, like in between seventeen and twenty. When suddenly you, you're all adults with your cousins and you're like, well, it's Christmas. I'm getting on the turps and I'm seeing the whole family and we're eating till we're sick. Who gives a fuck about my new bike? I've never had that. I reckon. Oh, really? I reckon there was the first year. Well, I think the issue is that I'm a problematic drinker. Um, but. <laughs> oh, aren't we all? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I, it was weird. Drinking. I don't think drinking plays a massive part in Christmas. In. In my family, or like it kind, yeah. like it kind of does for me, but not to the point where like you spend all day with each other and then you get drunk and because like, and also because it's such a big family now, like now that all the cousins and grand grandchildren, mm. which is one in the same, now that most of them are eighteen plus, they also have like their own partners to go spend Christmas with. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. It it's all getting weird. Off. Yeah. Anyway, video games. Um, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the tax deductible a, we'll, chicken roast. <laughs> yeah, here we go. <laughs> what's your favorite? What's your favorite meal? We'll tell you why it's bad. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, this is a long running thing, which tends to end up with my housemate telling me, "Why do you have a podcast about video games, not food?" Um, <laughs> oh yeah, but like food, food TV shows are one thing. Yeah, I feel like it takes a certain type of person to want to walk from the house to the shops listening to a Master Chef podcast because it's such a visual thing as well. It's like you've taken the one thing about food that you can't connect with with food, which is audio. Yeah, like, I think um, I, only one person has done a good job of it, and it's Dave Chang, and he's done it in two forms of podcasts, and everyone else's is not that good. Oh shit, Dave Chang, famous yeah. celebrity chef Dave yeah, Chang. Yeah, Dave Chang show is really good because it's more about like the art and craft of running a restaurant and why making oh, dishes okay, important. Yeah. And he goes into like, um, he goes into like not specifics, but it's like this is why it's important. And like, there's an amazing episode from a couple of years ago with a guy whose restaurant went belly up because it was just too expensive. And he was, uh-huh. and Dave was like, "Yeah, people don't want to pay sixty dollars for venison." 
because like they think it's a cheap meat and the guy's like but and the guy whose restaurant went belly up is like but it, but it's not cheap meat it's actually very expensive and and then it came down to like well why why so the issue here isn't that the, the issue here is not that people think it's more expensive it's less expensive than what it actually is the issue here is that you haven't sold them the story on why it needs to be this expensive which was essentially yeah. that he only buys wild deer so it's a much it's a much different flavor because they've grown up uh and lived on like fruits and nuts of the forest and stuff like that so it's mm. a very different taste to what you get in a farm um which I, is- I imagine then like in that case this idiot who's probably a great chef yeah it's like that's that's the selling point like yeah. how are you not leading with that and so then if you are, and you're and people are still mad you're paying 60 quid for it it's like well i can't you can't be doing that good a job then do you know yeah. what i mean you know when yeah. you go to a restaurant and you're like fuck it's expensive and then you walk away blowing like 200 bucks on dinner for two like a, a proper nice restaurant yeah yeah and then you walk away and you go that was worth every goddamn penny holy moly yes it's good. It's good stuff. But anyway, we digress. Uh, <laughs> the, the other <laughs> we good, digressed again. The other, yeah, the, uh, <laughs> the other good Dave Chang podcast is called Recipe Club, where it's just like three chefs discussing. Uh, they have one ingredient. Each chef brings in an ingredient that they all have to make a recipe out of every week or they spin a wheel or something. And they talk about the different yeah, recipe yeah. they try to make. It's very good. Anyway, Sam, so you've come on board... <laughs> This is me frantically trying to get this back on board. <laughs> so we can chat video games, the one, our one true love. Um, Sam, how... So you were saying earlier that, like, originally you didn't think you were that much of a gamer, but, like, did you grow up playing video games? Were you a big yeah. part of your life? Well, that's, that's, that's the thing. Is like, I, I wanted to say no, but, like, that's obviously not fucking true. No. I was like, I, I, I turned six uh, in... 19 in 2000 i turned six in 2000 and i was watching uh my mates play goldeneye on the nintendo oh, yeah. 64 that'll do it which and and then i was like holy holy shit this is incredible this is awesome i get to be james bond and then we never got a nintendo 64 so it became this special treat and then my dad and my mom bought us a playstation one in yeah. about 2000 2001 and then i fucking completely fell in love with spyro understandably all of the harry potter games um which were which were uh, just dope and then from there when obviously we got the playstation 2 i used to play religiously this james bond game called everything or nothing okay and it was it was they did it they did it all up like it was a, a movie so like it was pierce brosnan's james bond Wonderful. and the one of the bad guys was jaws like jaws comes back yeah. Uh, Willem Dafoe is the main bad guy in the video As game. As the Green Goblin, very cool. Yeah, yeah, he was the Green yeah. Goblin. So it was like a James Bond Marvel crossover. Yeah, it was and, uh... that or his character from Antichrist. <laughs> no, it was definitely Marvel because uh, Q was Doctor Strange. Ah, uh, uh, right. Yeah, the... yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was like this is a this is a this is a watch that makes you flip a city over and go be gay or whatever the Doctor Strange <laughs> thing is. And then you just like turn to Doctor Strange, like, why why do we need spies when you're a magician? <laughs> <laughs> the world of James Bond can never work with the world of magic. Like it's just they they are so opposed that the moment you mix them together, suddenly like, who is this fucking idiot with a tiny little pocket gun? 
Oh, it's so good. Just imagine that's the twist reveal in No Time to Die. It's like a <laughs> because and just like it's like the end of Doctor Strange where time keeps unfolding in on itself and he keeps on repeating it and just James Bond gets stuck in a time loop. He gets stuck in a time loop and he's figured out how to pull Rami Malik out of a hat. Yeah. <laughs> <We're just> like, <laughs> gotcha. Rami now Malik. Watch me make all your crimes disappear. Ooh. Oh man. Did you ever play From Russia with Love? The other James Bond game on oh, PS2? Oh, yes, I did. That was good. That was good. I think the multiplayer on that was better than the multiplayer on GoldenEye. But it had, an, it had the issue of um, when Nintendo 64 was out, everyone just had a Nintendo 64 because like, there was no mm. other option. But when uh, From Russia With Love came out, you had a PS2 or an Xbox. Um, and not everyone was buying a video game adaption of a 1960s movie. <laughs> Yeah, that's a fair yeah, point. Yeah. It was a hard sell to kids. Yeah, yeah. The marketing was... pl- the marketing employee was hoping that dad would buy it for you. Uh, was them hoping that dad would buy it for his kids. <laughs> yeah. <It's... laughs> and then know, but... if you try to sell it, you try to sell it a, a, a video game to 12-year-olds that has the words Russia and love in it. Yeah. Like it's like two things that 12-year-olds are either scared of or have yeah. no idea about. Yeah, what's it about? The Cold War. What's that? Uh, just this weird aura that we had for like 20 years. Yeah, then you need to explain to kids the difference between a war and the Cold War. Yeah. And then you, you, you're trying to tell them why this game's good. And before you know it, you're explaining the Bay of Pigs invasion. <laughs> you're talking about, you're explaining that the thing on Gorbachev's head was a birthmark. It wasn't bird poo. Like you're just deep diving and then by the end of it, the kid doesn't want to play that. He wants to go and blow something up or, or murder a prostitute, like a wholesome young 12-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if your option is Grand Theft Auto or a movie adaption from the 1960s, with just, like, you're going to go Grand Theft Auto. You can drive a car in that. Like, nobody wants to be James oh, yeah. Bond. Nobody wants to be James Bond when you have a sandbox of murder and rampage with zero consequences. Yeah, 100%. They just got the wrong sell. I actually yeah. thought there was a potential for them to franchise off and make game adaptations of other movies from that era. Like <laughs> Some Like It Hot. You could do like <laughs> Marilyn Monroe running around trying to find that vent. <laughs> yeah, Bre- Breakfast at Tiffany's. Uh, <laughs> Breakfast at Tiffany's trying to uh, just just a cafe sim. Like it's not even, they, they just get it wrong. They just got the naming rights. They don't even bother to keep up with the story. Um, yeah, but also at the same time with that game, the only character you can play is Mickey Rooney. Yeah. <laughs> so you've got to, you have to play Mickey Rooney playing a Japanese dude. That's <laughs> and, and the and the reason they did that is because it's in um it's in first person, so you can never see the character's face. So technically, it's not racist. Yeah, no, that's a great that's a great call. And why they yeah. never exploited that loophole to tap into the Gen Y youth of the early noughties. Uh, <laughs> who's to say? I'll never know. <laughs> You know, it's interesting you brought up um, Grand Theft Auto because I was listening, I think it was the Andy, second Andy episode where you guys yeah. touched on it. That was one of those ones that I, I could never access. Like I, I could never understand the appeal. Okay. And I and do then, now as an adult. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, now you have responsibilities. You understand the appeal. Dude, now there's stuff going on in my life that makes me want to run over 10 pedestrians at a time. Yeah, but you won't. 
you know what I mean? Because there's bollards. Correct yeah. mundo. Yeah. But I can go to Vice City or San Andreas and just and, and sort of let that frustration out. But when I was a kid, it was I remember a mate of mine got a PlayStation Portable. And I oh, think yeah, yeah. San Andreas was on PlayStation Portable. And I just Yeah, no there was a couple of handheld ones. Yeah. Yeah, Liberty City Story. There was like Liberty Liberty City Stories and Vice City Stories were came to PSP, and then they got mm. adapted to the PS2 because nobody bought a PSP. Yeah, yeah, and and no one no one explained to me that there were missions in Grand Theft Auto. Oh, yeah, figuring and that so, out. Oof. Yeah, I'd go and play it, and I just beat up pedestrians, and I'd be like, oh, okay. Cool, I guess. <laughs> it's it's, it it's very funny that for some of those games, the people who told you you shouldn't be playing it because it was morally wrong were also the people watching The Wire and The Sopranos. Yeah. You're like, what, what's the difference? Yeah, yeah. Which, like, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't let a 12-year-old watch The Wire and The Sopranos, but it's not like it was this great, big, hideous thing. It's not like those narratives could be accessed elsewhere. Yeah. They should have added a more realistic element where, like, a, it's very possible for you to get hepatitis in Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Like, you've got to get the mission to, is to go find a doctor because your health bar keeps going down. What's going on? <laughs> um, that actually then reminded me of the Scarface game that came out around that time. Uh, once again, oh, never yeah, played never... it. But just thinking yeah. of games that had movies from the 80s or 60s that had video game adaptions that really shouldn't have. The Godfather as well. Oh yeah, I can't wait to game? I can't wait to sit in multiple Italian American rooms and homes <laughs> and have discussions with other people for three and a half hours. It'll be really fun. Uh it's more of a life sim than an action game. Yeah. Um that's that's like press press square twice to patronizingly pat your uh your gang member on the cheek. <laughs> I was like, man, that's the most action I've seen in 45 minutes. Woo! Man, you can't I just, base games off stuff that require, like, I feel like that much exposition that doesn't involve gameplay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's like, that takes you back to like the very early, like, computer games like Oregon Trail, just like text based adventures. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gosh. Is, the, God, Dude, the, I, the Godfather says, how, the Godfather asks, how can he know he can trust you? You do. <laughs> Tell him. Trust me, you can or something. I don't know. The risk <laughs> well, gone see, cold. That was, that, was, that was the issue I had with Disco Elysium because like, I knew what I was getting into and it got very heavily recommended to me by a few people. And yeah. the story is so dense and it's really engaging and it's really visually cool and I love the mutton chops. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a heap of fun, but I am now bored with it because I'm like, well, there's nothing to do. Yeah. Just go you know, and have conversations with people. You know what you can do then? You can just stop playing. As soon as you get bored, just stop playing. Yeah. And you know what else Come I might back do? To it. I might go out and try and solve an actual murder. Ah, that sounds a lot better. I should have gotten onto this Gabby Pepito shit earlier. Who's this? I haven't been, What are you talking about? Oh, it, it's, I, I think a, a girl in the States uh, went on like a honeymoon trip with her fiance or partner and whatnot. And she went yeah. missing. Okay. And... Uh, TikTok banded together and discovered that there were inconsistencies in the man's story and now he's cool. under arrest and blah, right. blah, 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 blah. Oh, so this is like a better version than the time Reddit tried to solve who did the Boston Marathon bombing? Oh, man. Did they get him? 
No, they got the wrong guy. Ended up killing himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. Oh well, you know, everything <laughs> has a happy ending. Yeah, not yeah, not everything needs to have a happy ending, and that's what makes great narrative structure. Um, just switching it up, changing up what the audience expects. The Last Jedi read its investigation into the Boston Marathon bombing. Um, really shook shook up what people wanted. Yeah, and those two things are absolutely inextricably linked. Yeah, in <laughs> my be mind, no sure are. Without the Boston bombing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Butterfly effect. <laughs> I remember. I remember seeing the Boston bombings, and my knee jerk reaction was, "Ah, it's no 9-11. Yeah. I, I, well, I <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I just it was heard terrible. What you it was said. awful. But I, I was just like, heard ah. what you said. It went in, and then I was like, "What?" And I'm like, "Oh god." <laughs> Dude, that's the problem with that is the problem with ISIS, Al Qaeda, the Taliban, any terrorist network is they are just trying to beat their first album. They're trying to recreate the magic. Oh, they open so strongly. And don't get me wrong, there was terrorist attacks beforehand, but once you hit that level, you think you think setting off a bomb in a Starbucks is gonna come anything close to impressive? Yeah, that's it's like in excess without Michael Hutchins. You know, yeah, like, it's it's it, it, you're reminded of how much this had an impact, but it's just a little bit sad. <laughs> yeah, it was like ah, remember when? You're like, yeah, that was good. Oh, that was good. Twenty years on, never forgetting. Um, Dude, but... I saw I I saw in excess live um, in like 2013, I think. Was this off the back they, of that was... weird game show that they did, or the talent quest? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, they were supporting uh, Matchbox Twenty, cool, which I was really into when I was when I was nineteen yeah. and twelve, um, and it was ever more in excess of Matchbox Twenty. And I have never been to a concert with more mums in that my is entire life. So interesting. <laughs> now I'm just now all I can think about is the song. Was it was it feel the light surrounding you or see the light surrounding you? Yeah, that's what they closed on. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And then there was they, that they, and then they did that weird pop rock album with like Hey Boys and Girls, Truth of the World. Oh um, yeah. Dude, they were they were a weird choice to open because they're tight and their performance was great. But man, everything they made was so melancholic. And so, like, sweeping and quiet, and it just did not oh, set so a good funny. vibe. That's so funny. Hey, do you want to get the party there? But <laughs> <Do you> want... <laughs> like, yeah, Evermore ever to me, ever, Evermore to me, feels like the type of music you just have on the background. Like, it'd be weird for them to get upset if people just mingled and had conversations whilst they were playing. Yeah. But also, at the same time, their music is hard to just have on in the background. Because it's like, you just want to have a chit-chat. But then it's yeah. like, if that music's playing, it's like, am I about to have a huge emotional moment? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> Who's poorly soundtracking my party? <laughs> oh, I just uh, thought I'd play it because your crush is about to walk in and she's going to be backlit. And uh, you're going to see her and your eyes are going to connect and she's going to smile with half of her mouth and you're going to smile with half of your mouth. And uh, then you're going to see the light surrounding her and uh, this is what the rest of your night's going to be. It's like, no, just. I just. God. Just fucking. That's such a strange lineup. That... That's such a strange lineup. Oh, yeah. man. Um, hey, 
Gaming. Gaming. Um. Yeah, so gaming. So you didn't. So you played the Nintendo sixty four, <laughs> 007, the James Bond game with. Did this start yeah, from from Russia with Love? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It started from talking about how you can't sell a game based on the Cold Water Kids. Yeah. <laughs> But oh, dude, God. this is the crazy thing is my memory of that game, once you mention it, I was I realized how fond I was of that game. It was really well done. Yeah, it was such a good game. I was like, oh yeah, this is just how you'd make James Bond game. Like and it was just weird that it never took off in the same way that Goldeneye did. Yeah. Um but yeah, I remember multiplayer, you could like set up traps and stuff and like so you could lure people into areas and then like it set off a trap and it just like killed them. It was just a different way to get people. Yeah. Um I gave um I gave Quantum of Solace a go as well because they made a game out of Quantum of Solace. Yeah, and it was. Did you also have to was, play was... Casino Royale straight beforehand? Otherwise, it wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> no, they just gave it like a small bio explaining why you're angry. Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was, and let me tell you, you got angry because the gameplay was terrible. Yeah, it was it was it was like someone just it was. It was like someone in the production company just went, oh, and can we get Eddie to make a game of this, please? And Eddie was like, how long have I got? And they're like, you got a week. You got a week. <laughs> just, just churn it out. Don't spend any money on graphics. And uh, everything is just based in shooting people. Yeah. You know, you know, traditionally handsome, traditionally handsome and famously handsome Daniel Craig, uh, we've only budgeted for five pixels. <clears throat> So uh, one of those pixels just has to be the square that will be his head. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and we'll just go from there. Yeah, we can't do polygons no, in was... this game. Let's make Quantum of Solace a 16-bit adventure and launch it on Kickstarter. Um, it, was like, it was like playing a, a people version of Buck Hunter in the desert. <laughs> like, it was just so dull. <laughs> At least with Buck Hunter, you get the fun fake gun. It was, it was, it was really bad. That's so good. We love to hear it, uh, but no. Uh, do you want? Do you want to get into the news? We'll get into the news because I feel like because I, I mean, yeah. Like I'm assuming you played a lot of games with your brother, or was it mainly solo? Well, I wanted to keep playing games with my brother, but he he much prefers to play games solo. Okay. So during that period, when he started, this is very similar. To, this is very similar experiences to you. Yeah, I loved co-op games. Yeah, I fucking I love co-op games. Yeah, but my brother. When I was about thirteen, I lost complete interest in FIFA because, yeah. like, I've, I've played football since I was six. Yeah, and so it was like, why would I play it here when I can just go and play it? Yeah, gotcha. But then my brother would turn down kicking the ball in the park to play FIFA, and then he got really good at first-person shooters. Yeah, and so I just stopped playing. <laughs> and that was a warning games. sign. Uh... <laughs> that was a big red flag. Yeah. <laughs> Just kept on replaying the one level of Call of Duty. Uh, it was quite strange. Oh, dude, you know what? Call of Duty Black Ops and yeah. Call of Duty World War II, the one with Nazi zombies. Yeah. I, my brother and I actually played that, particularly Nazi zombies, until the disc got ruined. That's amazing. Like, we, we did not let up because like any good um, white boys, we were yeah. really into World War II. Yeah, so when of Call of Duty World War II came out, 
we were like, get the fuck out. You can get a Thompson submachine gun and an M1 Garand. We're there. And then Nazi zombies became our whole thing for about three years. That's sick. That was the only co-op we'd play, actually. That, the closest, because I didn't really get into Call of Duty until the last couple of years where their campaigns just became 80s action flicks. Um, so just yeah. buy them on sale. And I remember playing, a, there was a game on Xbox, uh, Gears of War. Did you do you know about the Gears of War uh-huh. trilogy? Um, I know all Gears of War. I've, I've never played it. Pretty, very fun game. Just macho. Uh, your machine guns have chainsaws attached to them. They're sick. Um, so and dope. <laughs> and the, yeah, the enemies are essentially zombies. But there was this mm-hmm. mode in Gears of War three that was called Horde. And I remember one night it was me, my brother, uh, our mate Matt, and this random British guy that our friend Matt had just met in a lobby somewhere decided to Classic. complete horde uh on the hardest mode in one sitting it took us about nine hours holy shit one sitting nine hours yeah and it was intense it was like it had to beat a hundred waves and you couldn't die oh yeah yeah did so you do it, it though you did it yeah we did it we got it we beat that achievement but i constantly think of this random british guy who i've interacted with for only nine hours of my life and i've never spoken to again but you share you share a bond, yeah. Dan, and it's just kind you of share like, a bond of combat. Yeah, and I, I just re- I remember him at one point just being like, "Ah, oh, okay, guys, I'm gonna make like a banana." And we're like, "What?" And he was like, "Stand very still." I'm like, "Oh," because it was like some monster that was like attracted to movement or something, and we had and we had to wait for it to pass so um, we could plan our attack. It was weird. Anyway, hold just on, memories that's of not childhood. Weird. What's weird is the fact that he says, I'm going to make like a banana and stand very still. Yeah, that's called, it was called random humor, Sam. This was tw- <laughs> 2010, 11. The Mighty Bush were big. Um, oh, I'm forgetting context Tumblr, of time, of course. Tumblr. Um, the internet had just really started. Not really, but like gifts and stickers started to show up. Mm. Raw oh, XD man. was big. I made a I made a critical Tumblr error in that time, oh. and <laughs> you became a white supremacist. Or uh, oh yeah, I forgot. I've told you this story. <laughs> <laughs> no, I no I uh, I didn't realize that um, the pages that you visit on Tumblr show up on your Tumblr feed. And so one day <laughs> I went back on my Tumblr page, and I was like, oh dear, everyone knows I'm gay now. <laughs> 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 everyone knows i'm queer as shit everyone i went to high school this is a terrible thing that i've just discovered um but oh that's man so funny. that's Tumblr so funny era. Holy if moly. your entire if your entire high school career you're worried about getting found out but literally any of your friends who had tumble already knew yeah oh, yeah that, and they also knew that i hadn't figured out how to use tumblr yeah <laughs> Jesus Christ, man, just view it on incognito mode and not logged in. Yeah, it was, look, I, I look, there were, there was a whole host of mistakes I yeah. made in between the years of 2005 and 2014. Don't get me wrong, I still keep fucking up, but as we all do, but there are some doozies there when I turn oh, 18 yeah. that I am so not proud of. Oh, yes. Yes, it, it is good to be privileged. Um, 
and just learn about those things. I can't remember if I talked to you about this, but just remembering coming out of high school, going straight into uni and not understanding why everyone hated private, private school boys. Oh yeah. I had that realization as well. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck's going on here? <laughs> oh, dude. Thank God for Facebook memories. Yeah. Because I have now been able to almost completely wipe the very anti-Islamic phase I went through in between 17 wow. and 21. <laughs> wow. It's yeah. good to bring well, it back for this. <laughs> well, no, because I think it's important to be like, man, I'm so glad this memories function exists yeah. because the school I went to a lot like yours, because you um, starts with a V. Um, yep. I've been, been away from, uh, I wanted to say uh, it's not Valencia. No, That's we don't need to actually name it in case that. Okay, sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry. Um, they pumped us so full of uh, Islamophobia. Um, my school, oh, okay. particularly my particularly my Christian studies and ancient history teacher. Yeah, I just, we didn't do I that. Just came out swinging, and a That's, lot of us did. Like a that, lot of us wow. just came out. That's just so funny. Like, Oh, thank God. That's, even, that's, that's so funny that that got taught at a school named after Christ. You know, that, yeah. you know, that guy who famously hated everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, you know, that guy that hated Muslims, you know, that religion that wouldn't exist for another thousand years. Oh man. Man. Hated crazy. Him. Hated him. Anyway, do you want to get into the news? Yeah, let's do the news. Yeah, we should do the news. news. We should do the news. I reckon we've been talking for about 40 minutes so far. Um, but yeah, okay, let's do the news because I can't do the thing and I couldn't be bothered snipping it. I'm going to do the news theme by myself. It's the news. That was cool. great. Thank you. Uh, so, fuck the sting. That was perfect. Yeah, fuck the... Uh, no, I mean, the sting's pretty good. Um, the Sting's great, but I just got to see a Triple J unplugged version of the Sting. Yeah, I like and a version it holds up, of man. the Sting. Yeah, like a version. I like of the a sting. version of the Sting. Um, so big news of the week uh, was just the Nintendo showcase. I think that was the only kind of news that I wanted to talk about this week. I don't think there was anything else, uh, unless you said you did some research. Was there anything massive that you wanted to talk about, or I can just go straight into this? I tell you what, let's go into that because um, I, I just have kind of little things that I've seen that have uh, that made me a little bit excited. But the Nintendo Showcase yep. um, is bigger and more exciting because I am dying for that Breath of the Wild 2 shit. Okay, they did not show that. Yeah, I know, but I'm still that waiting is, on it. Yeah, that, they will not be showing that for some time. Um, so I have three, three kind of big announcements as the things that really stuck out for me. Uh, first one was Nintendo 64 games are coming to the Switch Online. However, it's coming at an extra cost. However, oh, how much is it, it going to cost? I don't know. I haven't looked into that. Because um, I remember seeing a list of the games, and the only one I was that excited to play again was Lilat Wars. And oh. I don't. Uh, the original Star Fox game. Ah, okay. All right. I know of it. Never, in, never engaged. Uh, it, I, I think it'd be interesting. Uh, for some, I regularly use a phrase from that game that stuck with me, uh, which is just, if you beat you beat one of the bad guys, and they just go, Andras, I failed you. Um, and I routinely use that at work, uh, but just the I failed you part. Um, so it'd be interesting if my manager hears it, hears this, and then goes, oh, Dan's just been referencing a game from the 1990s. Um Ocarina of Time Ocarina of Time is also on this platform as well. 
uh, which I mm. guess for anyone who hasn't played Ocarina of Time, but also it's strange that Ocarina of Time is going to be on this platform when they've remastered it a couple of times now and could just be available digitally. Just um, They've got it on the 3DS. Uh, and the other one, I think it was a Donkey Kong Country, maybe, maybe not. But there's also like Super Mario 64, but they just did like a timed release of that last year for the yeah. Switch. So yeah, I I've, didn't... I've, I have I have the the new updated Mario Nintendo sixty four Mario six, Super Mario sixty four, and um, uh, the one that came that... with Galaxy and Sunshine. Yeah, Galaxy was my shit. I loved that game. Yeah. I I got it on the Wii when I was like you know thirteen or fourteen or whatever. I lo- I loved it. I'd never played a game like that. Blew my mind. Yeah, and I was like, awesome. I'm gonna love actually playing Nintendo uh, Super Mario sixty four. And then I was playing. I was like, "Man, the games got so much better." Yeah, these Mario games got so much better. Yeah, they. It's just, yeah, it's just one of those things where like everyone complains, like, "Oh, there's enough to do in Super Mario Odyssey." I'm like, "Yeah, but it's a ten hour game that never outstays its welcome." Yeah. Oh, dude, a hundred percent. Super Super Mario Odyssey. I think I finished. Um, oh, it would have only been a couple of months ago. I, I think I finished it in three weeks. Oh, did you was... did you go full hundred star? Uh, not hundred stars. Did you go to collect all the stars, or were you just doing campaign? I was just doing the campaign. Yeah. So I know there's like there's obviously more meat on the bone. Yeah. But I I loved Odyssey so much, and they did that really good thing and shit thing, where it just leaves you wanting so much more, but not oh, yeah. in an empty way. You're full, but you're like fuck. I wish there was so much more of this. If you if you have the time. And the funds, I cannot recommend the uh, Super Mario 3D, uh, 3D World or 3D Land remake that came on the Switch earlier this year, which also comes with Bowser's Fury, which was like a new game, but you don't need to play through the Super Mario 3D World game to ah. unlock it. And Bowser's Fury is ju- it's just Breath of the Wild for Super Mario. Yeah, yeah. It's open. It's like an open world game with like different little platforming areas in it. And it's so fucking good. It uh, maybe my game of the year so far, which sounds dumb, I, but like I love Mario I games. It's so good. I, I've I've realized that one of the things that I, I that make me play a game more and more is sort of how silly and fun they are. Like I I, yeah. I got rid of um, COD the the one whatever the current one is on uh, PlayStation Cold War. Four. Yeah, whatever the whatever the, the new one is. I'm not up to date with all the CODs, but yeah. like the, the the main current one, and I wiped it about nine months ago, ten months ago. Yeah. Because it was like fucking draining me. Like the level of focus required, the level of violence. Oh, for multiplayer? Oh, just yeah, campaign. dude. Yeah. Now multiplayer. I'm like, I can't do this. This this is keeping me up at night. It's tiring me out. And everyone is so angry. Give me, give me, give me an Italian plumber that's looking for a magic mushroom whose wife keeps running away. Just give me that, and I am happy. Yeah, give me, give me a role model who can only run for a short period of time before he becomes tired. Yeah, that or that or that or a mute twink. Yeah, running around (laughs) trying to also rescue a princess that just keeps dying. Who's taking her? Um, so that was the 
that was like the Nintendo Switch. There was also the other big announcement on Nintendo was the Kirby 3D solo game. So no longer is Kirby going to be stuck to 2D ventures. It's called like Kirby and the Lost, not the Lost World, that's Jurassic Park and the Lost Kingdom, maybe the Fallen Kingdom. No, Fallen Kingdom's also Jurassic Park. I think everything I just said was a subtitle to a Jurassic Park movie. Um, well, to be fair, I actually thought you said Kobe, as in like Kobe Bryant. Yeah, yeah, Kobe like, Bryant. On, yeah, yeah. Nintendo are having a first-person Kobe Bryant game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're uh, <laughs> off the back of Space Jam. They're like, let's just do our own games. Um, yeah, yeah. We'll just follow him around, living his life. No yeah. basketball. The basketball matches are automatic. You just have to go from a watch shop to a diamond shop to your house. You greet your wife. You tussle your kid's hair. You leave. Have you seen the clip from the latest 2K story? Story mode? Where where there's now just ads inside the story mode. Like one of the characters you interact with is like, I think it's Jared from State Farm or something like that. Right. Uh, who's just like a guy in commercials on TV, actually in America, but like state farms sponsor of the NBA. So they're in the two K game now, um, as well as this guy's likeness. And he's like, he helps you out. He's, I think by the judging that clip, it was kind of like, you know how the guy at the start of every gym elite at the start of every Pokemon gym, he gives you advice on how to beat the gym leader. Yeah. I think that's what this guy's become, but it's just so fun. That's, to- that's, that's marketing genius, though, to be fair. Yeah. To be like, it, make me Professor Oak for basketball. Yeah. <laughs> like, I remember how everyone was like, oh, my God, Hannibal Buress is in this story mode of 2K. And then, like, the next one was like, I can't, Spike Lee is directing an NBA 2K campaign mode. Um, and I was like, yeah, we're just selling ad spots. Yeah. I mean, at this point, that's... Yeah. I didn't realize Hannibal Buress is in 2K. That's really funny. Yeah. Uh, he was in, I can't remember which one. I think it was in the one before Spike Lee. Or maybe it was the Spike Lee one. I can't remember. But he's just like a bit character or something. No, he yeah. doesn't play Hannibal Buress. He plays someone else, I think. Oh, doesn't he? Oh, that's a bit of a bummer. Yeah. Well, he's a great actor. Oh, yeah. No, he's, he's great. We've all this, seen Broad This whole City. time, every time I hear his name, I just, all I want to do is just go, yeah, Hannibal. Yeah. <laughs> Heard you in a 2K game. I don't like basketball. <laughs> just, just, I don't know. I don't know how problematic it is to do a Hannibal Buress impersonation. But at the same time, that man has one of the most iconic voices. Yeah. In it's American stand-up. Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, it's so good. And uh, we wish him all the best. We we certainly do. Okay. Um, uh, the- so uh, the final bit of big news of the week from the Mario uh, from the not from the Mario from the Nintendo showcase was the Mario movie announcement. Uh sorry not the announcement but they announced who the cast was going to be. Uh did you see any of this? Um well yes uh Daniel Dennis in fact I did. <laughs> I uh we we we've already done this we're having to redo this chunk cuz my internet is is awful. Um yeah. but I did I did and I think I, the, the the casting was so surprisingly bad that I thought someone had made just a stupid meme. Yes. Um, I mean, plen- in- plenty of bad memes have been made from it, but. Oh yeah. Cause it, cause in my head, live action or not, the only real Mario to me is Danny DeVito. Yeah. I, I mean, I see I, a lot of people are saying that, but I put forward uh, James Gandolfini's son, who's playing young Tony Soprano in the, 
Holy shit. Stands of Newark. Dan, that's a that's a great fucking call. Yeah, just get him in. Yes. Mr. Mr. Italian American uh, himself. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's I actually James Gandolfini's son needs to be the new Mario. Because then he's young enough that you can do a Mario origin story. Like how oh, did yeah. he become a plumber? Where did he meet Peach? Yeah. It is animated, but um Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Still. Give him an origin story. Not that he needs one. I I, I, I have the feeling. Yeah, go on, go on. I was gonna say, I, if anything, the origin story of Super Mario, I reckon, would be the same as the kid with the flute and HR puff and stuff, just accidentally trips into this fantastical world and just doesn't want to leave. Yeah, I mean, you could also you could go the artsy route where Mario is an actual plumber in Italy. And yeah. he spent too long in an unventilated area. Oh, great. And yeah, all the, beautiful. all the turpentine has gotten to him. And yeah. so he's slowly, he's slowly dying. This would be the A24 films production of it. Yeah. And or... the Mario world is his fever dream before death. God. It's so funny how quickly A24 has just turned on itself. Oh, um, yeah. Just, I'm just waiting now for like all the A24 fans just to migrate over to Neon Rated. Uh, which or Neon, oh, which is a different film studio, who are also doing pretty good things. But like, I don't know. It's like, guys, we can have more than you can like multiple film studios. Yeah, we get it. You're cool. Or, you're cool, and you're young, and you like movies that don't make sense. I, yeah, I get it. I was 21 once. Yeah, and like the but the, um yeah the cast. The... Sorry, the cast, the cast, the cast. I think we covered most the of cast. it. We got Chris Pratt as Mario, Charlie Day as Luigi, Jack Black as Bowser, uh, which only makes sense if you picture him in the wedding getup from Super Mario Odyssey, um, <laughs> or just burping all the time and scratching his butt. Um, yeah, which which is which is Jack Black's the only person that can make that look cool. Yeah, um, I, I've given a red hot crack, and you know what? It wasn't good enough. Um, yeah, now me too. <laughs> Turns out it's not enough to lean a brand on. Yeah. Unless you're Jack Black or Kyle, what's his face? Yeah, yeah, the other one. Um uh, Anya Anya Taylor Joy as Peach. Uh Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong, which I don't know, I kinda get, but also it's kinda like strange. Um I still haven't seen that weird Lion King movie. Hey, oh, I haven't seen that either. And I know he voices yeah. Pumba in that. Oh, oh yeah, he does. See, that's what Pumbaa and Donkey Kong have in common is they smoke a lot of weed. Yeah, they're just chilled out dudes who hate their bodies, I guess. Um, or at one point they did. Actually, I don't know if that's true about Donkey Kong. Just Pumbaa. Um, well, you have to ask yourself the question, Dan, why is he throwing all those barrels? Yeah. What's going on? What's going on inside? Maybe he's just so paranoid. He's, no. he's too stoned for too, for too long. No, he's, he's pro-prohibition. <laughs> is a prohibition buster Mario yeah, runs a, the... yeah Mario runs a pub down the wharves uh he wasn't a plumber he set up all the secret pipes yeah and Donkey Kong's a cop oh yeah <laughs> it's a prohibition era cop throwing all these barrels of liquor out yeah that's why he wears a tie he's the straight yeah <laughs> he's the straight laced one in the Super Mario world uh, that's why I don't like Donkey Kong because a cab so yeah. sorry Donkey Kong Really poor decision from Seth Rogen there. 
Um, yeah, just unlike him, really. Uh, this one's a weird one. Fred Armisen as Cranky Kong. I so, I don't know enough about the Marvel Universe. The Marvel Universe. The there Marvel. you go. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Nintendo <laughs> Universe to really know Cranky Kong. Well, Cranky Cranky Kong's the original Donkey Kong. Oh. Uh, but that's like a weird recon. Or not a recon. That's something that you only know from the like Tropical Freeze or something. But yeah, Cranky Kong was like yeah, the Donkey sure. Kong that appeared in Jumpman. Um, and it's just just the old Donkey Kong. Yeah. 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 I'm I'm sure I'm sure Cranky Kong will be playing a lot of drums in this yeah. movie. Uh Keegan Michael Key. <laughs> I just picked up on that one. Um Keegan Michael Key is Toad. Um, oh yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just one of the tallest men alive as one of the smallest. Um Yeah. <laughs> Imagine the conversation with Keegan Michael Key and his agent when he was booking that. Yeah. Where it's just I, like, I would... how would you like to play instead of your usual role as uh, you know your castable type, which is a you know uh, yeah. late thirties to to late forties African American um, comedic foil? Um, how about a tiny, borderline irrelevant toad that? We that that's not the animal, not the animal. It's not. It's not the brown not the animal. animal. It's named because it looks like a toad stool. Just yeah. saying. I would imagine. I. I mean, we now live in this weird dimension. There is a. There's a pocket dimension out there where because do you know why? Uh, Jordan Peele started making movies. Why? Because he was offered the role of the poop emoji in the emoji movie. Are you serious? Yep. And Are he was you like, fucking serious? And he was like, I don't want to do this. And then they're like, well, don't say no just yet because it's a lot of money. We'll give you 12 hours. And he thought about it overnight. And he was like, ah, yeah, it's a lot of money. Fuck it. Let's do it. Um, and they, he called them back and said, yeah, I'll do it. Like, ah, no, uh, Sir Mike, uh, not Sir Michael Keaton. <laughs> Michael Keaton's not a Sir. Uh, Sir Ian McKellen. Sir, Sir Michael Ian Keaton. Mc- yeah. <laughs> Dude, that first Batman movie was so good, the Queen had to give him a knighthood. <laughs> they were just like, man, you t- people shit on those first two, but you were so good, you're getting an MBE and a knighthood. Yeah, no, he also he, he also got a secondary knighthood for taking the uh, taking the load off the Anglicans after Spotlight. Um, oh, yeah, that, that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Because yeah, that... we all know the British monarchy absolutely loves it when uh, child sex scandals get exposed. Yeah. So as long as like, it's not Anglican, there's no suspicions being raised. Maybe um, if we give him a knighthood, everyone will take the pressure off Prince Andrew. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, and then seeing Ma- so Ian McKellen took it. Uh had already said, yeah, he'll do it. And then we got you, get out. I uh, goddamn. If that's not a better if that's not a better pick than the poop emoji, then I don't know what is. Yeah. Just so, so hold on. Just to clarify real quick, Ian McKellen played the poop emoji. Yeah, he voiced the poop emoji in the emoji movie. That's fantastic. I haven't yeah. seen that because um, Neither have I. I have things to do. Neither but... have I. Holy moly. Yeah, some of the trailers made it look like it could be like the Lego movie, but then I just never heard anything about it. So I'm like, I don't need to watch this. Speaking of, yeah. um, Speaking of, whilst we're waiting for your internet to work again, I just got a push notification for Free Guy is now on Disney Plus. 
the Ryan oh, Reynolds video that. game movie. Yeah, I'll watch that. Alex, since- Ryan Reynolds has endeared himself to me so much, not with Deadpool, because Deadpool's great. I yeah. fucking love Deadpool. Everyone loves yeah. Deadpool. And he's really funny. He's a great comic actor. He's so good. But yeah. when him and Rob McKelleny bought Wrexham Football Club. Oh, man. Have we talked about their plans? Have I, um, have yeah, I spoken yeah, to you yeah, off mic? about it off the pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About how they're making yeah. a documentary. Oh, dude. Genius. Can't wait. Can't wait for that. What a, what a great way to funnel money into a struggling football club than to buy it and make a documentary about the journey. Like, it's, it's, it seems on the surface really self-aggrandizing, but yeah. it, that is helping that League, League 2, I think they're in League 2 or League 1, yeah. that is helping that Ooh. tiny club just build a huge fight. Yes. Uh, you still there? Yeah, I'm holding on. Cool. We've got bits and pieces of that. Uh, apologies. Uh, apologies. I apologize to everyone now if the audio quality drops out in and out a bit. Uh, I'm having a week. Um, uh, finally, the and yeah, and then like the, I don't know who Kevin Michael Richardson is or Kamek, so I don't want to talk about that. Uh, but Sebastian Maniscalco is voicing Spike. Oh, that's interesting. All right. Yeah. Yeah, just a weird, just one of the most iconic voices in comedy in the US. Not... Iconic in the sense that if you hear it, you're like, "Oh yeah, that's uh, that's what's his name." Yeah, y- yeah. They should have just they should have just gotten a full cast of comedians. Get uh, Eliza Schlesinger to be the most annoying peach in the world. Yeah. Give, give or, Wario to Bill Burr. Or just let Fred Armisen do the entire voice. Yeah, look. If you told me that the Mario movie was being completely voiced by Fred Armisen, I think that's an easier sell. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's that is a much better sell. He is. Uh, I I routinely go back and watch his like clips where he's showing off his ability with different American accents. Yeah, phenomenal Him and Nick stuff. Kroll. There you oh go. yeah, done, done. Figured it out. Nick Kroll. To be fair to Nick Kroll, though, he has like only two voices, but they're so fun. It's just like just just do like six of them. Do six versions of the same voice. It's great. Mm. Yeah, so that's the that's the news. That's the news. Oh no, you said you had something that you were excited for. What was what was that? Do you remember? Oh, I just saw. I've been playing a lot of um, Apex Legends. Yeah. So you know, first person shooter. Uh, you know, uh, what do you call it? Uh, the format where uh, everyone battle royale. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I've been playing a lot of that when my internet was working. Um, cool. And they've just announced a new update, which is is a narrative play within the the battle royale system so like you engage in the battle royale but at the same time certain characters have narratives that you can also follow oh okay similar that's cool similar to the first titanfall game where there was no there's no main campaign but if you okay so there's no like campaign button but if you played through the multiplayer if you timed it right, you'd start at the start of the story and play all the way through it. Yeah, so it's, so it's yeah. like that. They've, re- they've released a patch for, um, not a patch, an update for one of the playable characters in Apex, Bloodhound, and it goes through, like, he has to follow a raven and then he find a white owl and it unlocks pockets of his history and then you get upgrades Ooh. if you complete it while you're in it. And the Ooh. whole time you're still fighting off a bunch of 12-year-olds 
and uh, the ring's closing in. And I'm like, that's a lovely little touch. Because I'm, nice. I'm, I'm not, I've never been like a, a you know, I, don't, I have no idea what Titan 4 is. I imagine it's the fourth installment of a franchise called Titan. But like to me, no, Titan that Fall. is, F- oh, Titan a- Fall. There you yeah. go. See, proving my fucking point. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that, that to me is so new and shiny and fun. Yeah, that's that's the, that's the best thing about sort of not being a particularly aware gamer is that stuff that everyone has just been all over for ages. I see it and it blows my mind. Yeah, that's sick. Yeah, yeah, that's sick. Speaking yeah, of Bilbo, no, yeah. no, you ever played Apex? Ah, it's great. You fight up these twelve rounds. You're like, what the no, fuck okay. are you doing? You shoot them in the head. Suddenly, I'm not angry in traffic. You know what the best part is? If you're not doing good, they start bullying you. I just turn it off. What the fuck do I care? I got money. <laughs> I would have money. Hey, did you ever play? Did you ever play uh, Cyberpunk? No, I didn't. I bought it and then returned it without playing it because it just sounded too broken for me to give a crap about. Apparently, it's oh, okay. good now. Apparently, it's fixed. Well, I've 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 been I was playing it um, after all the patches came through and it was good to play on PS4. Yeah. But I that game. I was suffering from the same thing I was suffering with Call of Duty Warzone, which is it's so busy and like working with computers stresses me the fuck out in real life. I'm so technologically illiterate. And then I'm now playing a game that is I'm half computer essentially. And I have to hack all these things. And I'm like, this is a nightmare. Who would ever want to do this? Yeah. (laughs) I hated it. I hated it. Yeah, it was part of it was one of those things like this will be fun, and then I was just like, ah, I don't want to do this. Oh, because like it was yeah, I went from very excited to never playing it overnight, essentially. Yeah, it was the 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 most engaging part of it is when you get to make your avatar and you can give yourself a massive dong. Like that's I mean that's that was that is cool, and that was funny. It's nice to it's nice to but, see myself getting represented in video games. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> oh man, all other first person shooters—they don't let me give myself the massive hog that I actually have until Cyberpunk. Finally, where I can me... program myself to have the, my massive. <laughs> yeah. I uh I I went f- nah actually I'm not gonna no nah, maybe I will mm, say yeah, it I will. say it say it um it was just one of these moments today at work where I thought someone was just like just in my head I'd reverted back to a schoolyard and um because someone turned to another person and was like oh hey uh, have you seen the latest hotspots uh as in like because we just had a couple of COVID cases up here nothing huge just like two. Oh uh, no, yeah, we've had a total down of five in New cases. South Wales, we call your numbers cute. Yes. Um, and then the guy's like, nah. And then it ended up being a genuine conversation about, oh no, it's actually in your area. But in my head, I would have bet a million dollars that the next phrase out of that guy's mouth is like, ah, oh, you seen the lo- the local hotspots? Yeah, it turns out it's at your mom's place. And, hey. I'm a, and I'm a close contact. Like, I don't know where I was uh mentally but it was i was like why am i why am i in grade 10 again that's nah nah man that's you know what there's a not enough jokes being linked back to people's months yeah and i i think you're breaking new ground here 
I'm bringing I'm going to start doing that shit. Hey, yeah, sorry, I've been self-isolating. Turns out I was a close contact with your mother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Gave her a second jab, let me tell you. Yeah, but let's 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 be honest with ourselves. You know, at this stage, particularly in New South Wales, we're all just getting vaxxed so we can all fuck again. Yeah, must be nice. Must be nice. Singles bubble down here is ridiculous. Yeah, well, at least you could go out and talk to people and have a crack. I'm stuck here talking to my dog. Yeah, that's who. I don't feel I need to clarify this, but I am not interested in. Yeah, that's fair. And I, I chose this period in time to decide to start living by myself. And, oh boy, have I been going insane. Yeah, I remember, oh no, there was a, the first, there was a period of lockdown here that I lived by myself. And that was fine. But I remember after five days, I was, I, I broke. Uh, but that mm. was the end of the lockdown. And then the second one was just really hard because I, I was just like, I don't want to keep on doing this. I don't keep, I, I don't want to keep on going into like a one week lockdown, then coming out and just not knowing if I'm going to be free again. And then, but yeah. anyway, um, we don't need to get into the. Uh, <laughs> we already know how dicey your internet is. Uh, we. <laughs> that's for yeah. the news. <laughs> We've done the news. Let's do reviews. Sam Bowden, what have you been playing? There's no real theme. The theme for this week is what have we been playing? Okay, so like I said, I, I've been playing a lot of Apex Legends, and yes. I've been. I love it. It's so simple and brainless and colorful. And I just, it's so, and I suck at it. I'm not good, but I just have too much fun to stop. Yeah. That's my, that's my fair. special ability is to sometimes be good. Like, oh, that's me I with four guys. Oh, dude, four guys. I haven't played that in ages. That is great. Yeah. It's such good. It's like Wipeout. Uh, dude, I reckon, I reckon four guys directly influenced the aesthetic of squid game oh i haven't seen squid game yet i know everyone's talking about it everyone's been watching it um well to be that cunt you you gotta see it it's yeah, Squid yeah. game is i, I saw awesome. the trailer and the trailer was just like oh this looks sick and then i just haven't got around to pressing play yet and i kind of want to watch midnight mass first oh yeah i'd um friend uh a comedian and friend of the pod, Francesca Rossi Price. She yeah. put something up on, on not just on friend, not just friend of the pod. I'd be, I got as far as say, friend of personal friend of mine, Fran. Personal friend of ours, yeah. Personal and friend of the pod, yeah. And comedian. Uh, she put she put something up about it, and I've been dying to watch something new ever since I finished Homeland last week. So I'm like, oh, midnight mass it is. Man, that's how, how behind you, I am on everything. How did you finish Homeland, dude? I got to be honest with you. Once Damien Lewis leaves, it loses all steam. Yeah, I don't know, I know how I hung in there. I know. I, I, I was watching it. There. I was watching it week to week. And then I think it was around, um, I mean, spoilers for a show that you probably shouldn't still be watching. Um, I think there was a season that finished with a with a building explode. No, that was like season two had the building explode. Um, yeah, the end of season two was the main terrorist attack on the CIA. Yeah. And uh, then that season, Damien- that season fought. Yeah, go on. Go Damien on. Lewis left season four. Season four was the first season without him. Yeah, season four was the first one without him. I reckon I watched and season was... four and then halfway through season five. And then I stopped. 
yeah, it just it's it just sort of falls apart. It's still fine. It's still, you know, I still watched it all. Yeah. But that's also because That's crazy. I have nothing to do. Yeah. Um and I you know, I've been self-isolating without internet now. And oh so man. Just, did, did, I, did, I, did, I, did I did I bitch to you about that? My I I'm a covid close contact with the Uber driver that took me to get my second vaccination shot. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fucking bullshit. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh that's so, so rough. And so he, 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 he had COVID. And so I, I've been self-isolating and I'm self-isolating during the week that Optus are doing work on their network. Wonderful. That's so, so it's just been the... This is oh. our, what's this? This is our second Zoom meeting yeah. to try and finish this fucking podcast. And it's just been, oh, dude, I missed out on a, I missed out on, a, on an audition for an NBC show because the file wouldn't upload. It was just been, it's been the biggest pain in the ass. Jeez, what was the NBC show? Uh, Irreverent. Oh, cool. Um, uh, oh, NBC, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Peacock, Peacock TV, Apple and Peacock TV. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah, but I didn't get it because uh, I couldn't upload the, the internet. footage. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, it is very funny to be like, you missed out on an audition. An opportunity to yeah. audition. Oh, yeah. It was just it was just an audition. I didn't I didn't miss out on anything. I auditioned, yeah. I auditioned twice for that show for another role a couple of months ago, and I didn't get it. Um, but I, I found out that Broden Kelly from Auntie Donna got it. Yeah, you were like, never oh, gonna get it. I should have shaved my head and lost some weight. Fuck yeah, hell. yeah. Me, me. Two months ago, could have gotten that role, but uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> my COVID's been hard for all of us. Yeah, no. I essentially I came back from Sydney in May. I was just like, mm, let's be less strict with the diet. Um, it hasn't been too bad. I've I've got a lot of it back under control now. <laughs> but uh, work, yeah, doing better than I am. Yeah. Um. So you've been playing Apex Legends. Anything else? Um, I'm going back through the uh, the Spyro remakes, um, and I, I, I've gotten childhood. halfway through the first. Yeah, to get in touch with the childhood, you know, reconnect with my roots. Yeah. Um, but it's, I'm, you know, I'm, I am finding it. You know, they're great and they're classics, but it is they're they're not as engaging as they obviously were. Yeah, I had that with um, the. Oh, so yeah. I don't know why I don't know why I expected from it. Hmm? Yeah, go on. Yeah, I was going to say, I had the same thing with the Crash Bandicoot remake trilogy because I never played them as a kid. Yeah. So I was excited to go. I was like, oh, this is the game that everybody talks about. And I was just playing the first one. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is a game made in 2001 for 10-year-olds. Holy yeah, moly. shit. This is not good. Yeah. So I've, I've been playing. I've been playing those, and um, I I was playing Chivalry, Chivalry Ooh, yes. Two. Okay. Um, and I was playing. I was playing a lot with my mate uh, Will Gibb, and yeah. it was going great because Chivalry Two is great. It's like you know, same deal, battle royale campaign situation. You play a knight or an archer or a, you know an axeman or whatever, yeah. and the combat's really fun. And it's 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 was I was playing it nonstop, and then they did all these updates and uh, put all these new maps on. And it has just become unplayable to the point where the last couple of times I've logged on, there's been no one else playing. 
Like we've been sitting in like a waiting room for 10 Damn. minutes with seven people. That it's sucks. just died in the ass. I don't, I don't know what's happened to it. Um, but yeah, it's been, it's been really disappointing because that, that was, God, that was fun. Yeah. I played bits and pieces of the first one. I really enjoyed it. I was interested in going into the second one. Not anymore. You convinced me otherwise. Nah, I, I don't know if it's back up and running yet. I don't have the bandwidth to find I'm just fucking loving it. What? <laughs> yeah, I cut out again. Sorry. I said, no, I, don't... said I don't. Yep. You're there. Yeah, I'm here. Cool. <laughs> I wasn't quite sure if you stopped because you were letting me talk or you stopped because um, you cut out. Um, sometimes both, you know. I uh, guess- Dan, I know you said earlier that you did. You just wanted to do the news thing because you didn't feel like editing. This yeah. this episode is going to take so much fucking editing. No, it's my not. My internet's so bad. No, it's not. Because you know what? I don't care. I'm going to upload I'm just going to apologize up the top and be like, hey, guys, it was pretty good. Uh, there's just occasionally there's some audio issues with Sam's internet. Um, it's fine. Yeah, all right. Okay, okay. Yeah. Because, um, I, I mean, to be fair, it has been fine most of the time. It's just been maybe a couple of seconds here and there. Yeah, fair enough. I might just be catastrophizing because I am living with this problem. Yeah, probably. The problem that is worse than anyone else's problem right yeah. now. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, with the, by the sense of the internet, uh, the main thing I've I've been playing a bit more of Kino Bridge of Spirits. It's fun. Uh, if you hadn't read any reviews yet, um, it's fucking nothing to write home about. It's a it's a really beautiful looking game. I'm not quite sure. Are you aware of it, Sam? Yeah, I am. I was eyeing it up actually because it, it it came across like it had a real breath of the wild feel to it. Yeah, no, it doesn't. Um, nah, it, or- nah, it's 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 definitely a studio's first game. Uh, but it looks beautiful. So, and it was on a small budget. Uh, I, I mean, a lot of a lot of professional reviewers who are tax deductible gamers because they pay tax out of their weekly paycheck. Um, they they've all said this, and I, I kind of agree. It feels like this is a really beautiful game by people who've never made a game before. So the next one will be really good. Um, and the other game, yeah, it's nice. Yeah, the the other game I've been playing is the new WarioWare, which is just dumb fun. WarioWare? As in Wario from Super Mario? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's just like a mini game kind of collection thing. And you have to do different actions. So like you get a you get all these different characters that have all these different powers and you unlock them through the campaign. Um some of the mini games might you have to complete like 15 mini games in a row to get to the boss of the area, and then you beat the boss. Um it's fun. I don't know. It, it's a hard game that to sounds, describe. That sounds all right. Like some some of them are like what? The... Expl- hmm. No, keep going. Keep going. Yeah, some like, of them so, like spin the wheel. Yeah, some of them like spin the windmill to uh, prevent the big man from coming. There's like one game which is like cover cover up the statue or, or like cover up their shame or something like that. And there's just like a timer. So there's always like a bomb underneath, which is a timer for you to complete the action by. Otherwise, you lose a point and you have four lives for each section. Um, and like the cover of the shame one is you've got a leaf above your head um, and you have to make sure it covers up the... Uh, essentially, when the bomb goes off, 
the towel that's covering up the statue blows away. So if you expose, if the statue becomes exposed, you lose. Um, so you have to cover up their dignity. I think that's what it is. Uh, yeah, it's just stuff like that. That sounds that's very. What... It sounds very conservative. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know Nintendo, a uh, very conservative company. Um, hey, can you can you answer a question for me? Yeah. What is Wario's relationship to Mario? Because they're not brothers. Is he like a sort of Stranger Things style Mario from the yeah, other yeah, dimension? Yeah, yeah, it's just Mario from the Upside Down, I guess. Um, actually, I have no idea. I think it's just poor imagination. They're just he's just a bad guy. Let's just make him a Mario's a small Italian plumber. Let's make Wario a fat Spanish electrician. <laughs> they just ran out of ideas. We did it. What if we turn like, that? What's the opposite of that? Yeah. What's the opposite of that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> let's let's turn that M upside down. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> but don't turn the other letters upside down. It doesn't make any sense. No, just, just, the the, just the M. Okay. Well, what are we going to do with his? Uh, what are we going to do with his brother? Um. Tuigi. Yeah, Tuigi. No, no, Waluigi. What the fuck? Waluigi. Well, they're not even. I don't even think Wario and Waluigi are brothers. Because that's the other oh, thing. There you I, go. See, it just gets more. Because it, it was in a recent app. I can't remember what it was, but Mario's first name is actually Mario. Like it's Mario Mario. Oh, that's nice. Like Couscous. Yeah, Couscous or uh, Gorilla Gorilla. Yeah, there you go. Great. Yeah, or yeah. Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, the Burkina, I'd be like, uh, I wouldn't, don't get it. Um, or if you do get it, get it on sale. It's whatever. It's 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 not worth going to jail for by committing tax fraud. That's for certain. Uh, WarioWare definitely is. It's a lot of fun. I, it's one of those games where I reckon uh, if I was playing multiplayer with some people, just like local co-op would probably be the best way to play it. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Oh, I also actually just on a note of that on like Switch games, I I was playing a lot of Overcooked. Oh, nice. Overcooked, Overcooked 2, which is, it's one of those games, which is, it's great if you want to start a solid family fight. Yeah. Um, But it's, it's so, it's so much fun, but it is also close to impossible to play by yourself. Yeah. Okay. I got that to me, Overcooked 2 is the perfect party game. <coughs> Damn. Okay. That sounds good. I will remember that. Yeah, you know, go on, you make some sushi. Yeah. Yell at your uh, yell at your siblings because they didn't get the uh, they didn't get the rice cooked fast enough. <laughs> Fires start. They 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 you you have to work in these ridiculous kitchens that are like suspended in midair and keep moving on you the health oh, okay. violations oh, okay. so but it's the like, game itself is fantastic it's a sim it's a sim for like first generation immigrants <laughs> yeah 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 exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. and there's this side mission where you have to take an underpaid job working for uber eats 14 hours a 14 hours wonderful. a day wonderful. so white boys can get their chicken penang. yeah wonderful um fuck sorry my brain just decided to go kaput. Um, so on that note, <laughs> Sam, do you, do you have anything you want to plug? Well, at this stage, no. Um, follow me on all social, Sam Bowden Comic, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Um, 
I will have shows at the comedy festival coming up next year. I'm starring in the, in the stage adaptation of Andy Griffith's books in December. If you're in Sydney, I had Um, no idea. Congratulations. Ah, uh, thanks, man. The Which one are you? Just disgusting August. or just crazy? Hey. hey, I'm just shocking. I just oh. come out and I say all my favorite slurs and then I disappear. <laughs> 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 no, I've, I'm I, I'm Danny. I'm playing his best friend. Oh, nice! Congrats, man. Oh yeah, man. I mean, I you text, you I'm definitely really you definitely fit the role of nine year old. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was the whole point that, that we had a discussion about it. And then. Oh, you dropped out. It was like, I reckon you keep the beer. <laughs> Am I here? Am I here? Yeah, you're here. You're here. Okay. We just... had a discussion because the two. No, you're dropping out again. <laughs> the tour was meant to start in August. Um, oh, for fuck's sake. You're back. Sorry. You're back. Okay. Let's, you can tell me this part off, off my. Okay. I'll, I'll tell you this part off. Okay. Um, do you also have your podcast to plug? Is that still happening? Oh, the boys watch Charmed. It's coming back, baby. We've got cool. another episode in the tank. It's a podcast where three mates, myself, Alex Malinkovich and Will Gibb, we watch every episode of Charmed ever and it is just stupid. Whether you like Charmed or not, it's I, it's the funnest shit I've ever done. I, lo- I love it so much. That's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you for reminding me. Find that on all good streaming and music sites. Wonderful. Um, I, I don't have much to plug uh all my shows oh no i'm doing i'm doing another comedy and d next week next thursday i believe it was meant to be uh the day that this episode comes out but we we're all just like oh let's push it a week um is that so at yeah. the nationally famous good chat comedy club dan yeah that is at the nationally famous good chat comedy club i will be doing a uh, i'll be dming another just one hour one shot um because i like to be cruel to myself uh going to be a lot of fun returning characters from last time some new characters as well it's going to be good it's going to be good stuff sounds fun man i'm i'm i'm, I'm bummed out i'm missing it uh, i'm missing all you guys all you free brisbane folk yes you're missing us all and we're missing you sam even more important uh, that is more important so thank you yes now my ego can rest easy yeah <laughs> good um but yeah besides that uh just usual be about a boy everywhere uh on literally every social media platform that you're on except for the weird alt-right one because i'm not on there um <laughs> yeah are you sure i'm pretty sure i saw i'm pretty sure i saw be a battered boy post some pretty dicey things on a q and on reddit well wasn't me baby someone else saw the name and was like let's take over this brand um but no uh I, this has been lovely it's been lovely chatting with you sam and um it's always Likewise, good. Baby. It's always good to have a good advertisement for Australia's strong digital infrastructure. <laughs> if anything, this is just a. This might be a solid advertisement for another uh, Chinese cyber attack. Yeah. <laughs> so man, they're doing good work. Let me tell you. Doing good. It's been great. Uh, anyway, uh, until next time. Bye. Much love, man. Bye.